Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. And we are on the way with episode number 49, Carl. One, one away from our golden episode. Yes. So that's, so that's interesting. Uh, 49. I like it. 49. Was it 49? Is it, was it the minor 49 or wasn't that the San Francisco thing? That's where the whole 49 49ers, 49ers came from. Yeah. Sure. Minor 49er. Yes. The, um, the expansion of America. Now looking, at, looking at last episode, 78 downloads. The first evening when we put it up. 78. 78. That was the first, that was the is, first jump in. Is that an average? Low? High? For, for the first few hours, that's pretty darn good. They're just starting to give us a little more broad spectrum on the stats. Did so they stay with us? That I can never know because, unfortunately, uh, we're not George Orwell and we can't put the cameras there to watch them. Oh. Well, you know, um, folks, if you do uh, listen to all of our podcasts... And at the end of this one will be 49. Um, let, why don't you let us know at our, uh, our, at our email. The email? Do we have an email? Yes. We do. What is that, Carl? The talk of Tonawanda at gmail.com. Is that all lowercase? You, you know what? It wouldn't matter if it was all uppercase or lowercase, does it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a, Try I'm both a and let us know, and then we'll get back to you and tell you yes or no. And hello to new listeners in Italy. Italy, yes, yes. I think bravo. This is, I think this bueno. is the first time that uh, we've we've picked up a couple Italian uh, recipients on there. Uh, Bulgaria is still in there. Picking oh, how up nice! On there, uh, we had some Alaska. Alaska. You know what? We have them all over. Shout the place. out to the uh, land of the midnight sun, Sweden or Finland. We got somebody out there. Uh, Greenland. You know Nothing in Canada, nothing in Newfoundland. Canada? Yes. Well, you know, they're just coming off of a, a national holiday yesterday or the day before. Monday it was a family, Civic Family Day. Civic? What? Yes. What, what, is, what is Civic? I don't know. Canada I'm, I'm the has, guy that does the days, and I don't even know what that is. Canada has one holiday every month just because. Just because. Just yeah. because. Why not? So they have holidays every month. Is that to compensate for Trudeau? Oh, my Lord. Yes, I did. I just <laughs> slammed a politician. I did. Indeed, I did. I slammed Trudeau. Ah, uh, wow. But, yeah. but, but it's only because of my many, many, many Canadian friends, when his name comes up, they defer to a low groan as opposed to a, as opposed to a real comment. Do the number of Canadian citizens that you know personally and very well exceed 10? Yes. Really? Yes. Amazing. I only know one. 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 Wow. One, one Canadian citizen, Shauna Lee. So, and she does listen. Uh, maybe she listens uh, here when she's stateside, well, or she downloads it and listens in the car. Uh, cousins of mine. Okay. Uh, the the Corbett clan. Yes. You may have you may have heard of a, a funky little crazy, highly revered chicken franchise oh, up right. in uh, Canada. Tim Hortons. Yeah, it might be Chick Fil A. No, 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 no. Chicken the, land. The original. Chicken. Starts with a Swiss, ends with a chalet. Still got me. I don't know if it still is. Is uh, it? But that was the. There was, was a Swiss chalet in Niagara Falls. That was the Corbett Empire. Wasn't there? Yeah, Swiss chalet. They had one here. 
they tore it down to increase the parking lot for uh, outhouse uh, steakhouse. Well, thank there. goodness. Out, not outhouse. What thank is that thing down there? Outback. Outback. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Outhouse. <laughs> I, Whoa. You don't want to be eating a steak from. No. <laughs> no, I won't. You know. Not can, picking on Outback. Outback's got some can, great. Can food. we disparage uh, chain uh, box restaurants? We can. We can we disparage can? them as much as we want. Okay. Because it's our opinion. It, it is our opinion. Boston Market and Swiss Chalet belong in the same uh, dumpster. <gasps> Swiss Chalet? No, I was at Swiss Chalet just just a few months back no. on a on a trip up to Canada. I, I always my I always must have hit them at the wrong time. Oh, you got to have it with the sauce. <laughs> no, you're, you're Italian. You got to know everything's about sauce, I, right? I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't do a Swiss Chalet or a Boston Market. Now, what's funny is, is I didn't even know there were any Boston markets left until yesterday, driving back from downtown Buffalo. I was going by and went, huh, I thought those guys were, you know, relegated to, you know, dinosaurs, Sears and Roebuck and, and the dinosaurs, but yeah. there is a Macy's, Boston market Penny's, still open. Yeah. Yeah, Macy's, unfortunately, they announced they're going to close another 140 stores. Which means they were 140 stores over. Well, the thing is, they also own a makeup brand and some other brand, and they're going to increase those stores. I don't remember exactly what. Yeah, but I, not the size of a Macy's. Yeah, I, I can't follow all these stores. You you go to the mall. There's a store called you know attic. There's a store called garage. Uh, there's a store named after a basement. I, and I'm just filings. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm looking New around. Like, you know, why don't you go? Uh, the, you know, let's open up a, a, a sheet and pillowcase store and call it bedroom. When are we going to open you up know, something? You know, open up a tire store. Call it driveway. I, I mean, there's no imagination. It's, it's perfect. It's the driveway. Stop yeah. by the driveway. You know, we could uh, specialize in driveways in different parts of the country. Maybe get a few hobos in there, a couple of dumpsters, something. Uh, what do you I, think? You know, I everything is game these days because if you have a a reasonable not an excellent or a good, a reasonable business plan. There's probably uh, an angel investor or angel investment group out there, a little bit of cash, you know, jingling around in their pockets that'll be willing to back you, but for a premium. <gasps> got it. I got it. But got it. We open up a store that sells gambling stuff like slot machines and cards, and we call it nothing but craps. It, see, folks, he's, he's back from his. His <laughs> yearly mission from My El jaunt. Salvador. He's come back. He he probably had to work on probably five or six of these along the way because he usually gets bored in airports or in those long air, airline flights. So he writes this down. Oh, there was there's much to say about airlines. But you know what? Let's get to current events because since we are supposed to be the talk of Tanawanda. We are. We are and the, talk the rest of, of the world. We are the talk of Tanawanda and the rest of the planet. And uh, I want you to start off with our invite. This is very exciting. By golly, yes. Uh, I don't have a date yet, so we're just going to keep that under our hats oh. for right now. I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get the formal invite yet because they haven't uh, firmed up their their lunch date. But uh, we could we could let it out a little bit that we uh, Frank and myself are going to be a guest speaker duo at a local uh, civic organization's uh, monthly lunch um, Local meeting. organization with national ties now. Yes. Big. I got to make it, I make, got to make it larger than life. It now, is. And you know what? It, it's really impressed. cool. It was really good. Cool. You know, and, and you, you were, you and I were talking the other day, you thought maybe we should prepare some stuff. I said, you know what? Off the cuff, we are so much better than anything rehearsed. Wait a minute. My, this, that, that was page two. Hang on a second. I got to get back to page two. 
Line, please. Line, please. Okay, no. Line. Okay. So what do we no, got locally we, there, Carl? What's know, going on? We, you know, if we did plan this, we would... It would be, <laughs> be far less entertaining, it, at least for us. It would be entertaining for us and maybe our uh, 78 listeners somewhere along the planet. Uh, I want to start out with, uh, these are in no particular order of when they're going to happen. Randomized like Randomized, randomized list. This is, you know, get your calendars out, your crayons, your... Sharpies, your magic markers, uh, the kids' uh, whiteboard markers. Um, very important stuff, though, coming up. I, I've, I've pared down the list a little bit here. Pared it down. Pared it down uh, to, you know, pretty much not too far out. Saturday, March 2nd. That's this Saturday, March 2nd from 9 to 3, Frank. 9 to 3. St. Paul Lutheran Church is going to be having their crafts and basket raffle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Where is St. Paul's Lutheran? It's over here in Tonawanda. Oh. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. I, I don't know Tonawanda. the street address, but I know how to get there. Fantastic. Look it up. St. Paul Lutheran Church in the city of Tonawanda. Emmanuel Church in the city of Tonawanda. That's on the corner of Scott and William Street. A lot of churches here in the city of Tonawanda. Thank, thank, thankfully. Saintly people everywhere. I, I would hope. And that is from 9 to 11. The free breakfast, of course, is back. The first Monday of the month. Uh, Scott and William Street, March Fourth, okay. That's following Green Beer Sunday, which is this Sunday, Frank. Already glorious weather. We're going to be having sixty-four degrees, unlike right now, where it's snowing <laughs> out. I woke up this morning; it was fifty-nine. Uh, I went and got a few uh, hairs cut, and I came back an hour later, and it was forty-nine. And now it's probably right around the uh, low thirties. And it's supposed to at 21 before the sun rises tomorrow. You got a haircut? I did. I got a haircut too. Now my hair's only like two Mine foot is long. more noticeable. Yeah, well. Yours is not two inches above your belt anymore. Yeah, no, now it's now like it's six three inches, inches above, above my belt. belt. You know? <laughs> hey, it's evened out, and it is luxurious. New conditioner. Anyways, go on. Uh, what the, are you using the liquid Prell again? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. My, my, my beautiful smells like teen spirit. What? Yeah, what do you? What my are you beautiful, using? charming, lovely spouse. Uh, she is the selector of hair products. Suave. No, no, it's something else. That's um, some some super name brand, and I just I got to tell you, it's it's wonderful. Well, you're you're heart. you're a you're a lousy representative for the brand because you can't wow. remember it. And when they start paying us bumps, we'll we'll, we'll we consider get, it. We don't get any bumps. We don't get nothing. Any, nothing. We not a dime. Cookie. We paid to be on here. I picked up a can in the parking lot on the way in. So that's a nickel. That's a nickel. Okay. That's a nickel. No, we come in, we, we hit the taxi meter, and the clock starts running. We, we pay to entertain you. Boy, do we pay. Um, and then uh, the Green Beer Sunday, of course, is going to be at our fantastic Canal Street Pavilion. And Frank always likes to do the address, so Frank, tell them, we're telling where the address is. If you're looking for the Canal Street Pavilion on your GPS, just punch in number one, Main Street, Tonawanda, New York, 14150. That will put you in proximity. There is a parking lot for public parking across the street and behind 5 Main. Perfect. Back to you, Carl. Thank you. Uh, and also, I'm going to look out a little bit further because I, I don't want to go too far out in the calendars. But Does this require binoculars? No. Okay. It's, you know, maybe stand on your tiptoes and, and look out. Okay, I can do that. Because it's important to us. Art on the Riverwalk is July 14th from 10 to 4, and that is brought to you by the fantastic folks at the City of Tonawanda Visual Performing Arts Board. 
that is a terrific show every year. Yeah. And it's it's not, you know, it's it's not paint by numbers and light bright. These are renowned and and uh, award winning great artists. artists. And there's there's art that's display, there's art that is for sale, and they just do a terrific display yeah. every single year. And it's a perfect venue along our beautiful Niagara River Park, Niagara Park. Gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. Look at the going art, turn there. around, look at the water, turn around, look at the art, turn around, look at the water. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't go in circles, though, you'll both, just get dizzy. Both brought to you by very talented people. Yes. Um, a little bit closer, uh, we have, and I'm going to say it because it took me a while to get the inference on May 4th. Go ahead, all you uh, Trekkies. And, is it Trekkies? May 4th? No. No, no. What is that? Star Wars. Star Wars. May yes. the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. My niece, my my niece Beth is groaning because she. You, is you a, just said my niece. Niece. You just you just flipped into it, didn't you? Niece. You could even help yourself. Thuffer and Thuckatash. All right, I'm not going to tell you what's going on at the e-waste recycling event. Yes, yes, we talked on, about that last month. Six hundred, six hundred Fletcher Street. Uh, brought to you by the Kemore Tanawana Rotary Club. Club. Rotary Club. Boy, you know what? <laughs> what? Club. One, one, one little flip of the lip and you're just all over the place. Buffalo, <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Computer Recycling. And uh, I have a phone number for you this month. Ah, excellent. And what would be that phone number? 716-545-6369. Once more for our folks who have to sharpen their crayon. 716-545. You know, <laughs> once you start, you can't stop. It's, it's just there. It's like 545-6369. It's like giggling in church. You know, one person starts. And yeah, then... but if you have your father that's down the road and he snaps his fingers. Oh, yes. That's yes, all it takes. Yes. That's father, dad. Father, dad would have been 99 yesterday. Oh. So, you know, heavenly, happy heavenly birthday there, heavenly, dad. Gosh, the big 9-9. Yeah. My, old, my mom turned uh, 99. Uh, yeah, but she, she's like, still here. She's still blessing us. Yes. That's fantastic. Yep. I'm going to see her uh, in a little bit. Uh, brought to you by the Kenmore Town of Tonawanda Rotary. Uh, also, um, our Honorable Mayor John White and Bill Conrad, our Assembly member from the 140th District. He does so much for us. So... Uh, and that's going to be at the City of Tonawanda Junior Senior High School at 600 Fletcher Street. Uh, and that is the e-waste recycling event. And Frank, can you tell us a few things that you cannot bring? Uh, animals. Animals are not recycled at that no. point in time. Car tires, definitely no. definitely not going to happen. No. Uh, you know, there's, there's things like microwaves. Microwaves, correct. Not, not a good thing to, to bring along. You know, uh, Carl. I mean, refrigerators. Refrigerators. We're talking. You know, these major appliances. This is electronics. Yeah. Smoke detectors. Yeah. If it has a pretty and much not a bunch of not a bunch of you know light bulbs or fluorescent tubes right. or anything like that. It's if it has a cord or a screen, bring it. Yeah, pretty much. How's that? Oh, well, you know what? Wait a second. And, and the, the new LG refrigerators have screens. Oh. Could you bring in just the door? I wonder. No. No, I'll no, they, wouldn't, no. they wouldn't do the door. I, no. We'll just go ahead with Probably no on that one. recycle it in pieces? People well, used to do that with those big, huge projection screen TVs. Yeah. They used to, they used to you know, bring them on the driveway and cut them up into little pieces 
And then over a course of weeks, they would put them into their recycling bins and get rid of them. I know some folks, and I have not done this myself, and I'm not recommending it, uh, to get rid of their tires. They would cut up the tires and put them into bag trash. And I was like, what? what? It's a dollar if you take it over yeah. to the DPW. It's a buck. buck. It's a buck and it gets recycled. Dollar. You're going to spend more money on, on blades for your Sawzall. Yeah. You, save, you saved nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. What else? You got, now, we talked about you had a food one up there. You got any more food ones? Food, I got food. Uh, so those of you going to be joining us from the Delaware Hose Company's uh, annual uh, reunion, you want to hear the menu? Because you'll do. be there. I do. I do. Okay. Baked ziti, Alfredo pasta, sliced roast beef, roasted chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, steamed seasoned vegetables, spring mix salad with two dressings, Oh, no. Not one, but two. Two dressings. Swedish meatballs. Boneless chicken wings. Aren't boneless chicken wings just chicken nuggets? I, I think so. That's what I call I it. think so. Chicken nuggets. Stuffed mushrooms. Mm. Maybe. That, Maybe. Seen as... Hey, what, my, day, what day is this my, happening? Uh, March 13th. Is that a Friday? Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I can't touch anything that's meat. It's Lent. I'm one of those. On Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only time, no. You're, if you're straight Lent, you're straight Lent. No. You'll still get in. You're, you're doing other Stuffed good Stuffed mushroom, I'm good. You know, I'm there. Baked seed, I'm still good. It's not like I'm Dinner rolls and butter? Yeah, not the butter. Unfortunately, no, no. That's not, not Dessert be platter? Uh, no, no desserts. No. Coffee? Yes. Yes, that'd be crazy talk. Pop? No. Tea? Yes. Juice? Mm, real juice or frou-frou juice? I don't. It says juice. Oh, well, you know, you need details here. Details are important. Alfredo pasta? Uh, I might be able to squeak that in, even though that's got dairy. I might be able to squeak that by. Oh. I love Alfredo. I'm sure. Do you make Alfredo? No. No, why not? You're a red sauce guy, is that it? Yeah. I don't do any of that cream sauce. No, that's that's a northern Italy thing for no, sure. You know, Maybe our Italian listeners could tell us why there is such a divergent chasm, a canyon, between the red sauce and the white sauce uh, inhabitants of Italy. Because obviously my grandparents came from the red sauce portion of the town so you know when i was uh, a uh, chefing over there at the the long lost rigatoni's in kenmore new york oh um, not a bad I, place. I was taught how to make a real a, a true alfredo serving by serving in the pan using the the fresh eggs and the fresh cream and the the grated cheese and it's you know, maybe it's more of a dairy district up in northern italy maybe that's what it is you're close to switzerland oh uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Possibly. Uh, just just one more uh, thing we're, we're going to uh, push on all you nice folks. Saturday, April 13th, is going to be the Delaware Hose Open House for the community to see what the Delaware Hose Company and volunteer uh, firefighter um, is all about. Yeah. I mean, see, we, we're see, shy volunteers in every agency, but the Delaware Hose is going to have that open house. So you can come down and ask questions. Ask questions. And, and talk with people that are members. We're going to have a, a demonstration with the 
Erie County Fire Department's uh, little trailer there, the fire trailer. Nice, nice. We've got that coming. We're going to have a coloring contest for the kids. Uh, color a fire truck or Sparky the dog, and the winner of that is going to receive a ride to school on the fire truck. Now, now they're not going to color the actual truck or the actual No, it's going to be a piece of paper, oh, coloring okay. contest. So a, a representative image of such. I was just picturing a bunch of kids with Crayolas all over, like, you know, mm -hmm. Engine 2. And You're not allowed to enter this contest, by uh, the way. No. no. What if I think those thoughts, though? No. Your coloring really is... You're the original color outside the lines guy. I, it's true. It's it true. It's like I know you it know is. me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, would, you would rebel in, in first grade. I'm not coloring within these lines. Do you remember the kids? Such in, a creative in the, growth. In those, you remember the kids in those classes? They would take the crayon, and the first thing they would do is they would draw that heavy outline on the paper around yeah. the character, and then color inside. It was just, yeah. it was very interesting. Was I like used to take the, borders. I just used to take the paper off the crayons and, and use the sides of the crayons. I never used to, the either end of the crayons. I used to take the whole crayon, the whole thing, turn it on its side and just use, like. Speed coloring. Go at it. Speed coloring. I never knew what I was calling. The short It was fun. Anyway, that's going to be from uh, 10 to 2, and uh, refreshments will be served. And we're also going to have some prizes for the kids who show up. We're going to have those little junior firefighter helmets and a tour of the firehouse. So that will be very nice. Lots of activities for the folks to do. It's only going to be, you know, a short period of time. But we do want to tell everybody Saturday, April 13th, come on over to Delaware uh, Host Company's um, quarters and uh, enjoy it. Where are the quarters? They're between the dollars. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh. Carl! We're on Wheeler Street. Carl, you're on the corner of Wheeler and Morgan in the city of Tonawanda. I knew so that. Swing on by. It's kind of hard to miss it. That uh, particular building was the original, well, technically two-room, but the one-room schoolhouse for the city of Tonawanda. It's actually a, uh, it's a historic site. It's really nice, and it's uh, been in continuous service. It went from school, of course, to... Uh, fire service and been a continuous service all these many, many, many years. Okay. So you're ready for today's subject? One more thing. Of popular interest. One, one more thing. You got one more thing? Of course. Just one more thing. Uh, it's like Columbo. I, they, it's Girl Scout cookie time. I don't know if they have like a song or a jingle to announce Girl Scout cookie time, but uh, the Girl Scouts are out and about with their uh, with with their parents and their chaperones going door to door throughout our city, and they are taking orders for uh, deliciousness. Excellent. And, of course, when you buy a, Girl, a box of Girl Scout cookies, it's, it's for many things. It's, it's, for, it's for good community development, individual development, personal development for those young ladies. Um, they are getting lifelong learning lessons, and it's, it's well worth it. And I misspoke last time that we... No, it, say it isn't so. It is true. I'm always one to opt in for uh, mea culpa's. Girl Scout cookies are not $7 a box. They're no. not. Six. Oh, well, even better I, then. $6 a box, and, you know, I just stood there with my order form, and I just kept on checking ones and ones and ones and ones and ones. And ones. Carl, I, Carl, do you remember the original four flavors of Girl Scout cookie? There's only four when you and I were... Thin, knee thin high mints. to a grasshopper. Yeah, we had the thin mints, I think. Thin mints, and it was uh, trefoils, trefoils. What's that? 
It's just the little sugar cookies. Just a little plain, sugar cookie. Little, okay. Little yep, cookie. Yep. Uh, Dosey Which was a? Uh, it was a cookie with chocolate and nuts and uh, coconut on it. Uh-huh. And one more. Um, wow, this was the peanut butter one. The peanut butter. Yeah, those were the four original. How many do they have Are you now? trying to trick me when it comes to Girl Scout cookie? Well, I'm just knowledge. Challenging, I'm challenging your food knowledge. How many different flavors do they have now? If you had the order home, you, did you did you catch how Nine. many varieties? Nine varieties now. I ordered six boxes for a total of thirty six bucks. Very nice. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? I'm going to go to a, a value hardware store, or I'm going to see them in front of Tops, one of our local uh, grocery stores here. Yeah. For those in Walmart, Linda. Walmart sometimes does it too. At Walmart too, and and the girls set up a you know a whole bunch of boxes sitting on the counter, and they'll do it. We even have some very enterprising uh, families and young ladies here in the city of Tonawanda, where they'll set up a drive-by cookie stand. They'll just you know bring it out, you know, and set up right there in the driveway, and you drive up. They'll come out to the car, take your order, take your money, and come back with your boxes of deliciousness, and uh, you're on your way. You don't even have to get out of the car. That's fantastic. Perfect. That's great. And I also see them on counters at, at our local businesses who possibly might have some uh, daughters, granddaughters. Speaking sisters. of local businesses, yes. How many we got? Our, our, our little our our friends down there on the uh, Delton Plaza. Uh, you have some merchandise in that store. I have. Yes. For a couple of years now. And yeah. the, the name of that store? Buffalo Gift Emporium. Yes. They they moved. No, they moved about. 30 feet. Well, they moved. But they moved. <laughs> they moved. They, well, they did move because they needed more space. Yes. Because now they, they started, I think Anthony started with uh, approximately maybe like 25, 30 vendors. They graduated up to 102. Now um, I'm in good company with about 152, yeah. 154. The space, uh, the space looks terrific. I spotted the move yesterday. I was like, well, wait a second. I thought they were further. Of course, the decals are on the other Storefront. Yeah, it still hasn't been re but, released yet. But, but right there, uh, right there at our own Delton Plaza, there at the border of City and Town of Tonawanda. I love it. It's wonderful in there. He has so much stuff. You could go in there it five, a, six times and and see new stuff. It, it's a gift important because they sell the merchants in there. In there are the small business brothers and sisters that I'm in with. We move a lot of merchandise. That's fantastic. It, I made I made up another I made up another uh, uh, plaque. Key sign today. I make signs out of license plates that I you know, cut up and put put the letters together. You know, signs whatever you want it to say. But I made another key key plaque up today. You know, with six key hooks. You know, for, right, right. for somebody. And I had to paint it green because it obviously matches their kitchen or wherever it's going. So yeah, Pop's nice. shop is alive and well. I enjoy uh, being there, and I, I like go in a, a couple times a, a month to, to restock and. Uh, I love boutiques. I don't know why. I mean, I can't stand going to the mall. Just just despise going to malls. Yeah. But for some reason, especially you know, if I'm on vacation, boutiques for some reason just draw me in. Well, that's because you've get, you're going to get more of a personalized uh, care over there. Hannah, Hannah, one of the young ladies who works over at Buffalo Gift Emporium, uh, takes care of all the vendors and uh, the customers who come in. And, Find sizes. They've got everything from you know little food items, you know snacks, stuff. I saw that food items as, a, as whole, well. He's which got a coffee kind of bar in the back, um, with you know more more offerings. You know for the public when they come in, That's grab a cup cool. of coffee at the coffee bar and 
meander through a place and pick up some nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Speak, speaking of traveling, you mentioned where are we that going? I, traveling. We just got. I uh, just got back from the uh, the mission trip down there to uh, Baja Lempa. Yes, wearing my T-shirt. Thankfully. Baja Lempa. Uh, Where's mine? El Salvador. Why do you get swag and I don't? I'm still it's, waiting for my shirt. It's from, one uh, swag per person. That's it. That's it. If you want me to give you the shirt off my back, I'm waiting for my October. You don't want to see the dad bod underneath. I guarantee my Oktoberfest shirt still. Oh yes. Oh well, yeah. See, it's in inventory. It's actually, uh, mm. yeah, it's in inventory along uh -huh. with several others. Um, okay, traveling. The traveling. Not, uh, not to diverse. You know, uh, bought myself a brand new suitcase, highly rated, four and a half, five stars. Travel Pro. Um, it's. Uh, I won't mention the name brand here. Uh oh. Uh, but you know the hard case with the four wheels and a spinner. Know, yeah, a spinner. They call oh, okay. it a spinner. It's, got a spinner. It's a really nice suitcase. All right. Well, on my way back, um, we had to pick up our luggage in Newark on the way back to uh, Buffalo, Jersey. And uh, as it comes off the plane and into its travelways and finally gets out to me, I see that it looks like somebody has dropped this thing on its wheels from about 5,000 feet in the air. Oh. They've literally blown two of the wheels right through the bottom of the suitcase. Uh-huh. And by the time it gets to Buffalo, one of the wheels is just hanging off. Now it's not just blown through. They apparently grab it by the wheels and throw it. And this thing is, is ripped and hanging like a Band-Aid off the bottom. Now, let me put this disclaimer in first. Being a luggage handler is not an easy job. And there's countless numbers of individuals that work hard, do a good job, and are conscientious. But as in any industry, there's some rat finks in there that don't give a flying Twinkie about anybody's stuff. So I started to do some research online. Uh-oh. I gave up at 10,000 images online of luggage handlers mishandling luggage, throwing them off the plane, throwing them off the plane. You, you know, you, you, you <laughs> go, you're going down the jetway and you've got your carry-on, you can be all good. Oh, oh sure. sorry, there's no room in the overhead bin. You're going to have to check that and pick that up here. Okay, I get it. But countless pictures of them throwing that, dropping it from the jetway down to the tarmac. So when you and, and, and me as a former industry insider. Yes. That is called a gate check. And they and they twist you into doing that needlessly. Yeah. I'm just saying it's needless. Yeah. You could just you don't have to do that. You could decline a gate check. Yeah. I declined it on my way to and from because I did have a carry-on and it happened to be the brand new 12 lead EKG. No. And I said, no, it's medical equipment. Well, it's we still don't have room. I said it's got an installed lithium battery which is forbidden to go and check luggage. And of course, at that point in time, it's like, okay, you know, and you go on and there's, so, you know, I want to cover some of these, some of these things. How, what was, so, so just, just be cognizant, aware, I'm going to ask you, if you try to, if you, if you tried to uh, put in a claim for damage and what they told you, so go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I did. I looked it up on looked it up online right away, and of course, uh, you're supposed to do it at the airport before you leave. Well, when I arrived at Buffalo, <laughs> there was nobody in the office, uh, and I came back with shingles. And anybody that has those, you you know, that's fun. So I was down for a few days, and I looked it up. 
If you're traveling domestic, you get 24 hours. If you're traveling international, you get seven days. Beyond that, nothing. Nothing. So I, I did reach out. I was within my, my, uh, my time period there. And uh, uh, the option is up to them. I have to bring the luggage back to the airport and show it to somebody. And they have the option to either send it for repair yeah, or to true. replace it with a like item. True. No, no cash reimbursement. Whatsoever. No, no, it's both yeah. both true. Yep, yeah, it is. So you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that. But I want I want to give you a figure from 2019, Carl. If you had to put your put a figure down on paper, how much the airlines paid out in lost or damaged luggage in 2019? What do you think that number amount would be compared to what they take in on check bag fees? Minuscule, one percent. I would say they paid they paid out uh, probably no more than hundred thousand dollars paid out in twenty nineteen payouts for lost and damaged luggage in the airline industry passenger aircraft only we're not talking cargo sure two point five billion dollars oh that's impossible two point up oh, no. no. It was no, set, it set the record. Not them. Two point five billion. And not like, our, our domestic carriers or globally. We're talking globally. No, we're talking globally. Those but, those people will push you down and push you down until you just give up. Yeah. So here's here's the deal. Now in 2020 they said they revamped everything and they reduced it to a meager six hundred million dollars. No. I can't be, I can't believe okay. either one of those figures. Six hundred million. Somebody out there start googling. Uh, uh, trashed, yeah, luggage reimbursements to travelers. This is this is. But all, you ju you this, just said they don't give you cash, so they don't give, give you cash. It's a it's like replacement. They, they're paying for the repairs, or, or the they're repair. paying for the replacement. They're not going to give you cash, but there's still cash out of pocket. You know what we could do, Frank? We should we should, we could take this studio, get rid of all these needless chairs and tables, this whiteboard gizmo, this table, and let's start doing luggage repair and get a piece of that. $200 million pie. $600 million. $600 million now, pie. Now, now, they're bragging about reducing it to $600 million from $2.5 billion when they rolled into 2020. But what was 2020, Carl? It's right up there on the wall. What was 2020? COVID days. COVID. COVID. They're taking credit for reducing the damages to a mere $600 million. It's because they were putting five people in a 300-passenger plane? Exactly. Now... Now, let's take a look at this. Now, the, the typical luggage handler, they say when they reach top tier, uh, who knows what that is, uh, baggage handler down there, 54000 a year, which is just around $26 an hour. Okay. Okay, so you're like, all right, well, you know, they're, they're not getting paid huge, but how much could you possibly make on baggage? A union 30, scale? $33 billion in luggage fees. That's what they took in. Well, yeah, that, that's every, yep. every, you know, that's like we have a couple carriers that give you your first bag for free, and then after that, it, you know, they jack it up to $85 no, a bag. No more free. And they just raised the rates yeah. last week. They say they need to keep up with it. Uh, let me translate that. That's $14.5 million per hour in baggage fees. And when you compare that to the damaged luggage, yeah. that's a 7.5% loss. I, I, I can tell you that those figures just sound way out of whack compared to what they take in. Now, I know personally and factually that 
if you lose your bag somehow, or they lose your bag, and you're flying in to visit Grandma McGillicuddy in Buffalo, you know, for, for a week's vacation, go see the old homestead, whatever, and the airline fails to deliver your bag to you at baggage claim, and you go say, hey, I, I didn't get my bag, and they do a trace, they find it, oh, it's still in Chicago. Ugh. But have no fear, we'll have it to you by tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. And you go, oh, okay, well, that's not bad, because it's, you know, 5.30 in the afternoon, or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it is. They get your bag into Buffalo, the last flight from Chicago to Buffalo. It's a fast trip. You know, just a little flight over to mm -hmm. Lake. Yeah. And they have a team of people, companies that subcontract, and they will pick up your bag, throw it in the back of a car, pickup truck, or whatever. They've got an address. They'll bring it to you, drop it off, and away you go. There's yeah. your bag. It's happened to my person, daughter on a regular basis. It's, that, she's had to have the luggage. That person who, who does that as like a side job or a side gig, they get $50 for delivering that bag to you. Yeah, that's better than Uber. Better than Lyft. If, if you're looking for a little side, side gig and you don't want to do, uh, you know, a trash trolley or food, food, uh, you know, food delivering or whatever it is, uh, contact one of the airlines at, at your local airport and say, I'll deliver lost bags. Now, you know, the airlines, they, they have been suffering terribly. Let's let's oh, talk, let's talk about one of the execs. Hemmerschein. Yeah, he was the CEO. Uh, he was the president, and then became the CEO in May of 2020. J. Scott Kirby, uh, mentioned by name. Uh, now, when we talk about annual income, yep. the actual dollars in his paycheck is only you know in the millions. Okay. Uh, but his total package, including all the dividends, seventeen million dollars a year that comes out to about eight thousand dollars an hour is there anybody on this planet worth eight thousand dollars an hour maybe the brain surgeon possibly your life possibly now now he took over uh again in in may of 2020 and of course uh you know he had all these these problems going on in this this the, the big loss um he cut his own pay to, oh. a mere, to a mere $11 million oh. for May through December of 2020. But then he took it in stock. Well, you know what? Um, the, the bailout uh, that uh, they received, just that company, $7.5 billion. B. In fact, B. Billion in uh, bailouts just for that airline after posting a loss of $4.5 billion. So... With bailouts, they were three billion ahead, so they broke even, and then three billion ahead. A eh, billion here, billion there. But he was hired because he is—he is, he is a, a brilliant mind. He can see the future. He can force those profits through. So, with a three billion dollar surplus from bailouts, yes, he terminated. 7,000 flight attendants, 2,800 pilots, 1,900 site managers, 2,000 mechanics, and 2,300 support and ops personnel, including baggage handlers. And now they're back. Nope. What happened? No. Part of the cost cutting. Not everybody came back. And the pilots, uh, they got aged out. Oh, they probably. Hiring a yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, when that's you talk positive. about 2,000 mechanics, though. Yeah. Uh, hello, 
wheels on the bus go around and around, and yeah. hopefully the the, the well, wheels stay on. Air, airline pilots uh, who st who stuck so, around through pandemic. So there's there's a there's uh, multiple articles online about this. When you compare the baggage handler's fee, they do it with gate agents and so on. But oh, there's sure. One for baggage handlers. Uh, about 311 baggage handlers. What does that number significantly mean? That means in a year, Mr. Kirby makes as much as the combined salaries of over 311 baggage handlers in one year. Well, in one year. He's the brilliant. He's the, he's the brains of the outfit. He's figured out how to run an airline without all those people. And that's why your bag got dropped from, you know, 50 feet up in the air, crushed the wheels, and now you have to be inconvenienced by giving them your bag or finding a like bag for repair. Yeah. Now, by the industry, this bag that I purchased was rated 9 out of 10 for impact survivability. That was probably landing on its side, not on its no, wheels. They dropped it, yes. They dropped it straight on the wheels because yeah. the wheels were punched up into the suitcase. Perfect. So, I mean... When, you when, know, when, sometimes that's a challenge to see how far you can get those wheels to be indented into the body right. of the bag. So, I, I mean, I'm, we're getting, I got to get back to this. this I, I don't care how profitable your company is. You shrank the leg space... Now, flights under two hours, you don't even get water. Do you think flights under three hours, four hours, you don't get even a snack? Yeah. You got to be like six hours and up to expect a meal. They start, but they have them for sale. They don't serve them to you, but if you want to buy them, you can get them. Yeah. But you can't use cash. You had to use a credit card. Now they've changed that. Now you have to sign up on their website, put in your credit card information, and then use your phone to buy food. On the plane, if you want. That's new. Is is that new? That's new. Is yeah, it? no more credit cards. No more credit cards. It's got to be through the app on the phone that you've already put your credit card information in for. So if you don't use your balance that you've put in, it, do they refund that? No idea, Carl. I couldn't answer that. It's just more and more. And, you know, I, I have to speak up for a couple of folks. First off, the flight attendants, they put up with more garbage. Oh, they do. They Certainly. Are, they are literally on the front lines. And the other per people that take more flack than anybody Gate else. Gate agents. Gate agents are one of them. But the person that has to sit inside the baggage office and get all the harassment. I have been behind people that have been screaming and abusing these people. Nobody needs to be abused. Listen, if you've got a problem, if you can't talk about it, walk away and then come back. But how often do you think that a plane full of people get matched up with their luggage and make it to their final destination? What, how many do you think out of that percentage out of that plane load? Um, it, There's a percentage. If we, yeah, if we follow the stats, it's about 8% don't get their luggage or don't yeah. get it intact. Yeah. It's close to that. That's Just about don't. right. But that's hundreds of thousands of bags a day. Now, you're flying up in the air at hundreds of thousands of feet, and you want to get there safely. Everything should Not be hundreds there of thousands. Now, you're up around 37,000, 38,000. No, no, no. You're, we're talking astronaut level here. Nobody gets you up there. We haven't seen what, what Elon Musk is putting out there yet, the supersonic. You're, you're no, not, we'll talk about that next time. You're time. not going to get on there. My point is, is that you've got all these people flying, and you've got this precious cargo on board. I'm going to call it precious cargo, because when you have limited space and limited weight, 
uh, for this bag and you got to pay extra for it, uh, chances are you're not just stuffing it with newspapers. No. If you were going to go to a doctor and they said, well, listen, I only lose 8% of my patients, he wouldn't even be in business. If you went to a restaurant and said, listen, it's only 8% of our food is going to give you food poisoning. Right. They would be out of but business. That, that has proved to be, you've heard it, that that is a tolerable difference to the folks who fly. It's, Ooh, that's tolerable to them. tolerating it, though? People, otherwise they wouldn't fly anywhere. If, if people said, I'm not flying anymore unless you give me 100% certainty that at the end of my travel, I'm going to get my bag, a baggage claim, and, you know, and dear old Aunt Sarah's ashes are going to be in that bag and not lost somewhere, you know, over Omaha or somewhere, I'm not flying your airline. You know, the airlines People take, it's, it's an assumed risk that they're accepting. The, the airlines could take care of this. Now, you go online and you look at, there are hundreds of videos taken from people sitting on the plane of the people outside in broad daylight handling their luggage, mishandling their luggage. Not all of them. Again, I'm not nailing all of them, but, I mean, well, there's, there's a lot. There's a pretty good there crew some, out there. So uh, Qantas did something. Uh, Qantas hires a, uh, a subcontractor to handle their luggage. And they planted videos because they were hearing about damage to luggage. And the videos are online. If you look up Melbourne baggage handler, you're going to find it. And it's showing this baggage handler. He literally swings this thing over his head by the handle and slams it down with a belt, throws his arms up in the air like he just made a goal. And another one throws one and it goes over. Another one's doing the basketball shot. And I thought, wow, that just had to be isolated. No, 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 no. The videos of the thefts, the theft rings, Newark uh, and New York, that, that whole area, the theft rings. There was one guy, one guy, in several months of being in the back checking luggage, $95,000 worth of theft of jewelry and small electronics. One guy, 95 grand, and it took him almost a year to catch him. While he's on video, <laughs> I mean, they, they could address but, it, but they choose not to. They yeah. choose to ignore this. And this is what gets me. It's easier to pay a claim than it is to, you know, cut somebody loose for fear of being, you know, sued but for, you know for something. And that, that's another thing, these, this, this fluffiness at the, at the labor board. If you're not doing your job and you get fired, Goodbye. It shouldn't be, well, you know, they're in a desperate situation and they have children to feed. They should have thought about that before they launched that bag of luggage 30 feet over we a have conveyor. A con we, have a, we have a, a congressperson in New York State that after watching video after video of these gangs of thieves who break into stores and pillage the entire store, run out of the store... I have a, a, a video of one guy, or my guess, a guy, who goes in and starts pulling off all the demonstrated phones, demonstration phones, uh, out of an Apple store and running out. And she says, well, maybe he needs to get bread for his family. Ah! Uh, you know what? So if, yeah. if you discount that, you know, you're, 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 back, you're back to the same thing. Those baggage handlers aren't, aren't going to suffer any consequences. 
the baggage handlers who miss a bag, you know, it's supposed to be on that flight, and it's like, oh, well, we don't have time to put it on. Leave it on the cart. We'll get, we'll get it out somewhere. So let me emphasize this again. This means that 92.5% of baggage handlers are doing a good job. So it's the overall majority, but it's that 7.5% that are real stinks you're, you're, in the ointment. But real stinks in the ointment. You're, you're not going to... You're not gonna, I wish you the best in your, in your, <laughs> well, in, we'll know after I go to the airport and they told, he told me to go to the ticket counter to have the agent look at it yeah. and decide if it was going to be repaired or replaced. Yeah. Those ticket agents, they're, they're busy enough. Why, well, why aren't they going to the baggage handler department? No, no, go see the ticket person. Yeah. Because that's, this. that's their job now. It's, yeah. You don't go to the, you, you don't go to the pizza delivery guy to find out, you know, how come your chicken wings aren't, you know, crispy like uh, you ordered them? But if there's another one, if one out of ten deliveries from a pizzeria came and the pizza was cold, smashed, and the chickens were chicken wings were wet, how long would you keep ordering from that same place? Well, you you probably would not. You would probably at least tell them, but you you know you're not going to get anything. There's there's no customer service. It's gone. It's, it's gone. It's it's gone. Which it used is gonna, to be we're gonna we're gonna win you by giving you a superior product, and that's gone. I'm gonna I'm gonna give. There was a quote by. It's always credited to Howard Hughes, and I wasn't able to confirm it, but it was. Uh, although they put it in a couple little bios, it said, "If you ever want to go from riches to rags, buy an airline." Okay. Well, now get up to the modern day. Let's get up to 2021 and Warren Buffett. If you want to be a billionaire, start with a billion dollars. If you just want to be a millionaire, buy an airline. It's the exact opposite now. They are, and I'm not faulting anybody for making a no. profit. I'm not. I'm not. No, but, but you know, you, you can't. Where you, customer service has to come through from the president, Mr. Kirby, yeah. on down. And I'm calling him out. For seventeen million dollars, but, but I don't this, care about this his profit and loss statement. This is why I know they care from the when top you travel down. through your airports, you also see self-service kiosks, oh, yeah. which are a bane to a lot of people's existence. They're just like self self uh, checkouts at, at the stores. Those self-service kiosks at airports, avoid them. Walk by them and go to the ticket counter. Get that personal one-on-one -on -one conversation, and you'll get better service. And at least you'll know they put the tag on, it's sealed, and they put it on that belt, and off it goes. If you're doing it at like a drop zone, you go to a kiosk, you type in your numbers, it spits out, you know, like how many bags or how many bag tags you need, and you put those on, and then you walk over to a taped-off area or a roped-off area at the airport for the bag drop, you, just, you pretty much deserve to have that bag delayed because you thought that going to a kiosk is a better plan well, than standing know, in line it, for a few minutes. Isn't that the way, though? I mean, we talk about the, the self-checkout lines. Oh, this, you, know what, you know who's getting rid of them? Many, many stores are getting rid of them. But I noticed my last trip to a local store that thought that it was a big deal to get them and eliminated maybe half of their cashier lanes and replaced them with self-checkout lanes. Now those self-checkout lanes are shrinking. I noticed that three of them are gone. 
Oh, that's good. I was in one the other day, and I won't name the store. The self-checkout line? Self-checkout. What's wrong with you? Because the man checkout was not operating. You asked off. them to open it. Turned off. Anyways, so I'm, I'm going here, and here's the silly thing. There's three people that are standing there to monitor the self-checkouts to assist customers. If they, have that, if they have that time, why aren't they opening up a lane? Exactly. Did you ask? No, I didn't even bother. Oh, I love doing that. I love, I love putting them on the spot. I says, if you have time to stand here and observe people that are cashing out themselves, open up a lane. When I was the resident manager at AIM 68 in Hamburg, when it was busy, now this is before Frank is dating himself kiosks. with an Ames. Yeah, I was. I had a register there, and customer service opened okay. up with a register, and that's not that long ago. We're talking, no. you know, nineties. Do you remember going to the office and having to be able to check out two or three items at grocery stores? Sure. Yeah, they don't do that now. It's just it, it's they it's look at you like crazy. you just had something wrong. So uh, the invite is out there for Mr. J. Scott Kirby, President and CEO of one of America's most popular airlines. Uh, if you want to call in or if you want to come on down and explain to us why the top head of the airline is not taking care of everybody down the chain, which I believe would probably be your job, uh, come on in and talk. Explain to us why customer service is no longer important to the airlines operating the domestic and international flights in the United States. Uh, I would love to see that. It'll never happen. Hire, hire back 10% of what you had to let go, and you'll probably see your, your responses on your response cards and your uh, complaints go down a bit as yeah. well. So anyways, I was able to find the stats on the job cuts. There are no published stats that I was able to locate on how many people return to those positions. So uh, Terrible. Pretty bad, pretty bad. Oh, by the way, you know that uh, Mr. Kirby, he's, he's, he's doing really well at that $17 million in his package per year. The rest of the CEOs and presidents, they're making less than him. They're only making $14 million a year. So wow. um, they may have to get out that tin cup and you know collect a few things. No, they'll just probably lay off some baggage handlers and frontline personnel yeah. that need to be in place to ensure your flying experience is better. Hats off to the to thank front, you to them you know, to the frontline customer service people. Yep. those ticket handlers, the the, uh, the agents of the gate, globally. You guys put up with a lot of crap, and it sh it shouldn't be what's on your plate. It should be uh, leadership starts from the top down. Lead from the front. Yep. Well, uh, you know what? This has been this has been a fascinating and fun episode. Again, we're, we're calling this free. This episode is episode number forty nine. And we're going to title it Frequent Flyer. Yeah, I like it. And uh, we'll see where we go. Uh, next episode, we've already talked about a few things. We're not going to let the cat out of the no. bag. But it's uh, mm -mm. it's a, a very interesting and engaging uh, topic. You'll, want to, <laughs> you'll re want to return for 50. And you know what? I, I'm going to invite the folks one, one more time. If you have any comments, suggestions, complaints, concerns, email us at thetalkoftonawanda.com. And this week's episode, the, we call it the call-out country to see Man, if you can get them. The this week's call-out country is 
Poland. 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 Yes. That's this that's week. Just, we have we haven't gotten oh that's Russia. That's Russia. We haven't gotten anybody from uh, Poland yet. So again, the talk of Tanawana at gmail.com is the email address. That's for all communications. Uh, we want to thank the folks that uh, have been writing in and telling us that they're liking this uh, moderate change in the episodes. We are going to be bringing back guests, uh, but you know it's uh, it's nice to mix it up, keep it fascinating. Carl, put a bow on this, will you? Yes, I certainly will. The talk of Tanawanda at gmail.com, and you can address it to both Frank and I, or if you just want to, you know, let me know or just let Frank know. Just put it up in the header for Frank only or for Carl only. I promise you he'll read both of them anyway. I will. But, I will. It's true. Uh, but once again, it's, uh, it, it's a little touch of spring outside, which means people are going to be outside biking and hiking and walking with the kids. Um, be aware of that uh, additional uh, pedestrian traffic out there. Um, you know, of course, winter driving skills, although maybe not in the near future, but they might have to be uh, resurrected again. Uh, be careful out there when you're driving. Uh, hopefully, uh, we get to hear uh, from all you folks out there, and we hope to be here for episode 50. Uh, thankfully, Frank came back all in one piece. Maybe his hair's a little bit shorter, but eh, that's okay. Not, <laughs> it's not noticeable, but uh, I am very thankful that uh, he came back safe and sound from the mission to uh, El Salvador. I appreciate that, Carl. It's good to be back. Always good to see your smiling face across the studio table here. Folks, um, I, it's, it's never outside of the season to love and to take care of each other. So Carl and I feel the same way. Listen, if you, if you got the energy to say something bad, well, then you can use it to say something good and do a good deed. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, good everybody. Thoughts. Carl, I'll see you next episode. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you. Bye-bye.